Today is Friday, September the 8th, 2023, and welcome to episode 60 of Rural Reliance with Katie Couple. I'm Julia. And I'm Erin. And we are a small homestead family in rural Southwest Virginia that work every single day towards being more self-reliant, more self-sufficient, less dependent on outside sources around us. We really want to focus on building as much as we can on our property to sustain ourselves as much as we can, um, keep the everything functioning on our property. Yeah, you know, get back to um, being able to take care of most of yourself from the property. Absolutely. Like what we, our grandparents used to do. Yep. <laughs> and I know today we're talking about something a little bit different. Um, we want to talk about making the most. And how this sort of came up is this week we've actually taken a little bit of time off from work. <laughs> from work. <laughs> from work. Is. And we are actually hitting a lot of really hard projects. So most people will go on vacation. They actually go on vacation. We've been <laughs> working. We'll probably come out <laughs> tired or going back next week than if we had a full actual yep. week off. So we really focus on making the most of our time off. You know, cramming as much as we can into it. We couldn't get everything done we wanted to get done, but we're really, really trying to be hyper focused really work extremely hard to get as much done as we possibly can to get, you know, as much taken care of as we can. So we want to talk about how you can use this and this idea of making the most in not only like your everyday life, but also as a frugality standpoint. That's like a fundamental frugality. It is, you know, using what you have, you know, as an example, but we're going farther than that you know how we make the most out of everything out of everything um so it's a fundamental basic fundamental principle of frugality is making the most of what you have um sometimes you do have to upgrade we get that we completely get that but sometimes you know instead of upgrading your house maybe you make a few small changes that aren't going to be as expensive are going to be more cost effective for you you know, all of these things, you're going to have a higher tax taxes, you're going to have to pay on a bigger house, things like this, or the cost of moving and all of that. Maybe, you know, make a few changes, you can reinvent your space and really make it work for you. That's kind of what we did. We really had it to was. focus on making the most out of what we've had. And I think this past year, um, year and a half, we've really learned to focus on just living with what we have, how do we really make it work for us. And this is it just in our home we use this everywhere yeah yeah and you know from the home process um, home portion there before you know we had big plans to begin with that we decided from a frugality standpoint didn't meet our needs absolutely um so first point we want to make is make the most of your time we strongly believe time is money yes it's precious it's valuable there's not enough of it in a day. Never. Um, for us, you know, trying to get through all the projects that we have and everything like that, you know, it's time is something we're always trying to figure out how to achieve more of. So make sure you're looking at creative efficiencies in your day-to-day, -day, your homestead, everywhere you can. You want to be as efficient as possible. Can you build an automation? This is Aaron's big thing. 
Um, how do you automate a process? How do you really make it work for you so you're not spending all the extra time having to do the work yourself? So look there. Um, and then investing in what you're doing. Now here's where you have to do the math. Sometimes it isn't, you know, cost effective, cost effective uh, if you come to that portion. Um, you've really got to, you know, do the numbers. So if you find something that's going to make your life so much easier and you really think it's going to help your life, your quality of life, but the numbers don't add up, maybe you need to find something else. Yes. Um, I would really start with the basics of processes and systems. That's what we call them because it's, that's how we live our life is processes and systems. Um, it, it just is procedures. Um, and, and it sounds so structured and rigid. It really does. Like, oh, you have to have a, you know this procedure to do anything, to, to do the dishes. No, that's not what it is. What it is is it's creating a process for you to make sure this job gets done every day that needs to get done or every other day that needs to get done. I mean, it's just what it is. I know every evening before I'm able to sit down, the dishes have to be out of the sink. And either the dishwasher started or it's ready to be started in the morning. Or it's ready to be started the next day when I add more dishes to the dishwasher. It's just, it's became a process. It's habit. And it's really worked out very well for us. We've not had a lot of dishes piled in the sink. Yeah, and a lot of the stuff like this, you know, especially with time, it's building those good habits you know, that to give you more time. Yes. Making the most of it. it you know, have, you have to learn how you build habits. Um, how many days does it take you to build a habit? Um, for me, it takes me longer than the normal 30 days. I need like 45 to two, mo two months worth of days to actually build a really good habit. I think Aaron falls in that too. Because he, he tends to forget. It's like, wait, we're doing what again? <laughs> yeah. Why are we doing this again? I don't understand. Oh, wait, now I remember. <laughs> that's, that's my life. <laughs> but it will definitely help you long term. Now, how does it save you money? Well, time is money. I mean, the more things you can get done, you know, it might be more money, more time for your side hustles. More time for to preserve more food, you know, from a frugality standpoint, those are two huge things. More time to focus on growing your own yeah. food. You have more time to spend in your um, garden, more time to put your energy somewhere else where you need to. I don't like to focus my energy on scrubbing my floors. I'd rather focus it somewhere else. So it's just learning to how to increase the amount of time you have to put where it's going to help your family the most. And we would definitely say your side hustles are a great one. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Number two is going to be make the most of your space. So we have just went through this, and everybody's looking for room for your homestead, your preps, anything that you're doing. Like, you never have enough room for, you know, food stashes, anything like that. And, and learning how to make the most of what you have. Does it really make sense for you to move? Like, And we're not saying, like, if you're in a city and you have this need and desire to move out to a homesteading community country. We're not saying don't do that. If you can afford it. If it's feasible. I will tell you, property in the country is getting outrageous. It keeps going up. Uh, like crazy high for yeah. nothing. 
yeah. or it's on a hill and you can't really access your own property because it's on eel. Um, you'll buy what 40 acres and it's all steep. Where are you gonna put a house? And there's been so many people in our area buying houses sight unseen. Yep, absolutely sight unseen. No idea, never been in it. We've seen it multiple times personally. Never seen these houses and paying prices that there's no way that I there's just no way the house is worth it. It's how inflated the market is right now. So learning to make the most with what you have might be a better option. So we had to do this because we really wanted to extend our living space because we do live in a smaller house. We have a lot of different things going on. We have a homestead, we have side businesses. We have, the list never seems to stop. Right, right. So we had to really get creative. Um, and I would say probably one of the best things that we did was we really took the time, and it was kind of forced on us because they couldn't start the remodel for a really long, really long time for us. So we took the time to actually look at our space. We really evaluated our space. Yeah, to see what we actually, basically the last week's episode, what we needed and what we wanted. And also, what made sense for our family functional-wise. So, did it really make sense taking part of that carport and turning it into something else? Turning it into part of the house um, with all the permits and everything else you had to go to. We didn't end up screening it in, and it's going to work for part of the side business. It's also going to work for... Um, us for the homestead. It already has been. It's actually worked really well. Yeah. Um, we were, have been pleasantly surprised and so pleased with this green down porched area. Um, we also looked at unused spaces. We have really tried to maximize every inch of home we have. And a lot of it is from, you know, redesigning, mm -hmm. but a lot of it also is from creating storage in those areas. Yes. So think of your hallway. Uh, we have a long hallway. Hallways are pointless. They're a walking place. They have no purpose other than to walk from one place to the other. Um, instead of me spending tens of thousands of dollars adding extra space for storage, that's probably what it been. It probably what, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 to add extra space. Um, we spent a couple hundred dollars, bought some cabinets that are going into our hallway, and now I have extra storage space. So they're thin cabinets, not very deep, less than 10 inches, and they're going to be nice and lovely. It's going to add a lot of extra room, a lot of extra storage that we need. You can never have too much storage. It's going to look nice and make that space completely functional. Yeah. We're also adding shelving and systems on the wall for like Aaron to put his hats. So he has a place to hang his hats when he comes in and then it's just easy for him to go grab and go or a place to put books that we need readily access to um it's just really focusing on your space also unused walls Tell yeah. us about the bedroom yeah the bedroom there we had a wall that really had no purpose after we read after we reconfigured it in there and we were like what could we do over here and we were like, oh, okay. We um, put a whole uh, book, well, not bookcase, but... Um, cabinets. Cabinets. We put like five or six deep uh, down through there. 
uh, that's going to be like an amazing amount of storage. It is. They were so easy. We got them on a really good deal. So we couldn't add extra space to our bedroom. And because we couldn't add extra space to our bedroom, that worked out really well. Our, one of our lights went out. So <laughs> if something looks a little off, Aaron's trying to fix it. Um, we couldn't add extra space. We couldn't add more closet space in. And this worked out really well for us. These cabinets have because our wall had no purpose. It really didn't. I mean, and when we shifted the bed to another wall, we realized having it off of that wall made the bedroom so much bigger. Yeah. It gave us so much more room. It was crazy how much extra room we ended up with just shifting it to a different wall. But just by redesigning, reconfiguring, moving some furniture around, we gained so much space, so much more room, so much more extra storage. And it really worked well for us. And... I would say here, repurpose, reuse furniture. We just did this for the babies. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't checked out that video that's out there right now, it will, you can see where we took the furniture that was in my room growing <laughs> up and repurposed it into for her room. Yeah, and it looks really good. It looks really nice in her room. That pink really really looks really nice and it's just it's going to serve a purpose it's going to keep serving a purpose and it was a great use of that that furniture yeah so we're reusing what we have um we did make a few small investments but they were planned investments when we weren't going fifty thousand dollars instead a couple hundred dollars you can make those little bitty investments into your space to make it more functional i will say i'm adding um shelves to my homestead kitchen um, we have two sets we're going to put up. We're putting one on the back wall, but we're also putting two on the front wall. And those are actually going to be ones that can fold up and down. Erin uh, was concerned with just putting static shelving there, so we decided yeah. to do something that moves up and down. So when I need to process or butcher something, I have the space to do it in there. Yeah, yeah. We were looking at it from perspective of what else can we do. But I knew I needed the space. Because I, I, I do, I need the space, and I need to make that space more usable because it's so deep and so high, and I want it that way. But I need to make it where I can change it up. And for a couple of brackets on Amazon, it's well worth it to us. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We did the same thing in our closet. Closet, we're really maximizing the amount of space, really focused on functionality, getting as many rods in there as we can, shelving systems, and learning how to fold clothes. So. Right, and we used the shelves and the rods that were in the closets before Absolutely. we kept those. So from a frugality standpoint, we didn't have to buy those. We're still going to have to get a couple of rods just because we put in extra, mm -hmm. but, you know, a couple of rods, you know. It's nothing compared to what we would have right. done if we had spent thousands of dollars on mm -hmm. a closet system. And that's what it would have been for as big of a closet as we have in there. Yeah. So we really kind of function, you know, focus on the functionality of the space. That That's the number one thing. If it's not functional for you, how do you make it functional? And you can redesign and build on and make all these changes. And we, we were going to do that. We were absolutely, we were committed 100% yep. to do this until I really looked at everything and I was like, does this make sense? Because I, I floored Aaron with it. I, was, I came to him, I said, I, I want to talk to you. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. we were sold. We were. And, um, you know, 
at the same time, we knew that would put us farther away from our goals. Yes, of being debt-free. So, yeah. by reimagining, rethinking our space, um, we are going to be debt-free by the end of this year. And we have a space that works so much better. Not 100% perfect, yet we're getting there. We are making huge strides this week, like massive strides this week. This week has been um, us going pretty much nonstop from mm, probably about 8.30, some mornings before that, um, to probably about 9 o'clock every yep. day. Every day. We just keep going going, focusing on one thing, one project after the other, getting through one box, doing laundry 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 and you know even like i'm paring down i'm you know really going through do we need this do we need this and really purging again after <laughs> we right. purged before we're repurging again which is really helping everything as well so um it it's been good it's been very good and and i can say from a frugality standpoint just looking at your space because there has to be a way to make it more functional. Even looking at adding a shelf like above your door frame, which we are probably going to do eventually in our kitchen. We're going to take one all the way down um, because that's space that's not used. Yep. I can use it for all my cookbooks. I don't have that many cookbooks to fill up all that space, but I can use it for a whole bunch of other stuff that we can use to store um canning equipment anything yeah. that will all be usable space so really focus on your functionality and how do you make it work and i would say vertical is always the way to go you keep it off the floor get it up and i like cabinets okay here's where a lot of people might disagree with me i like cabinets because you don't have to clean it <laughs> I don't like open shelving because you have to clean it. It's the reason my kitchen has no open shelving. I don't want to have to clean it. I mean that that was that's that's a main functionality. Yeah, anything me. you put up there is going to be cleaned constantly. Constantly. I mean, if I put like a canning thing up there, I'll have it down to can every couple of months. I'm mm. not really worried about it. But you know, other things, it just it's not worth it to me. Um, so that's why I will say cabinets are definitely something we focused on. Oh, yeah. The next one is making the most of your property. This one is very We've challenging. Really focused on yeah. this last year and a half. Yeah. I mean, we have. You, we've had to be hyper focused. Yeah, I mean, you got to look at it from, you know, basically your wants and needs again. You know, what did you, what did you actually want to do with your property? What you need to do with your property? You know, and what can you do with your property? Yeah, I mean, some, some people are like, we've got one section, it's like completely straight down. That there's hard to figure out what to do with, you know. Don't get caught up in homestead fever. Yeah. Of seeing somebody like Danny Awanda off the Deep South Homestead have this beautiful, super Flat. fantastic homestead. <laughs> they say it's hilly, and I'm sure it is. It's flat. <laughs> it's flat for us. That is flat. <laughs> that is flat. <laughs> when we're not even like going to try to level out an area, and we're like, well, we can just build it straight. It'll already be at an angle whenever we put the pit there. Um, because we're trying to think smarter, not harder. 
it's how we also try to work but really don't get caught up in upstep fever you have to focus on number one what are your what are your needs and what can you do on your property what can you do really well on your property and then see what you want and see how you can make it work if you live in a zone like us where you can't grow bananas and pineapples and lemons and things like that outside well, right i mean it would be a very costly to do it from yes. a greenhouse perspective and we 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 are talking about we've talked about getting the miniature trees that we carry in and out in the summertime and in the spring we will probably end up doing that but they're small it's not going to be enough of a harvest for us to have like lemon juice all year round like that's not going to be that's not a practicality with one of those little bitty trees we're going to have enough that it's probably really not cost effective for us to do it if you look at the price yeah. of the tree keeping up with it and everything how many lemons i'm actually going to be able to harvest a year but if you live in a place where those things grow really really great growing things that need cold weather might not be the option for you right right we have learned through much trial and error a lot of error <laughs> that we grow berries very well very well we can grow gooseberries and blueberries and all of these anything. things anything like that extremely well like we're still picking blueberries as of today yes and it's september yep so it's how long from june may into may we, this year it started at about the first of june but from June to September right now. When did we used to? Uh, usually, uh, oh, before, <laughs> like July. So, think of that kind of a harvest on blueberries. A lot of people don't get that. So, that's where our focus needs yeah. to be. On growing the foods we can grow really well. This is where I've kind of had to pull air back. <laughs> I like, we don't really grow these well. We really need to focus on the foods we can grow really well and the bushes and the trees and the plants we can grow really well try to propagate the ones that are doing well and get those running because they're more used to our system our area our zone and hopefully that will lead them to flourishing so when you get caught up in that homestead fever of having everything you see for people who don't live in your zone, don't live in your area, have no idea, even your property, you might live in the same area, but your property could be completely different. You're yep. going to get sun at a different time. Different soil. Different soil. They could have the best soil ever. Yep. You could have soil that has nothing. Pure clay. Pure clay. You have no idea. The world is so different. The earth is so different. From one little section of path to the other, we can go in our garden right now and we will dig up dirt and three inches beside of it dig up clay. Yep. I mean, it is what it is. We, yep. we know that. So you really have to account for that. If you get caught up in the homestead fever, you're going to spend a lot of money. We did. Yeah. We have done it. Yeah. We've wasted a lot of money that way too. Right. Yeah. You know just trying to do everything too quickly not planning it out not planning out from a zone perspective that's why you got to make the most of your property and really sit down and think about what you're actually trying to accomplish absolutely I'm trying to grow food for myself I'm trying to raise animals 
whatever animal you want to raise. So you really need to think that through and how you're going to plan out your property for those things <coughs> and what foods are going to grow best in your property. Because the ultimate dream is to have a perennial food forest that you don't really have to think about or take care of. That's actually a goal for us. Yeah. And this is another point we want to make here. Make your property work for you. Our front yard is wasted Useless. space. We have to mow it. Has to be mowed. Has to be taken care of. Why don't we make that into something that's really going to work for us and turn it into a food forest? I mean, one that we make from propagating our own plants. And it's going to be a very hard and very multiple year project. But we're up for it. I mean, we know that. If we can build one level at a time, we're okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, that's the goal. One at a time. Get through it. Get to the next one. And from there, we will, in 10, 15 years, have food forces producing all kinds of food for us. And it takes care of itself. Yep. And it feeds our soul. And it feeds our animals. And it does everything else we need it to. I mean, that's... Gets back in our food buying, maybe even some to sell. Absolutely. I mean, that's the goal. I mean... Yeah make it work for you so we're going to make the most out of what we have which is not very useful yep. and make it work for us so let's just give you some food for thought and um, we know everybody has different ideals there so talked about your home we talked about your property we talked about your time all of those work together but we feel like this next part is something a lot of people tend to forget and a lot of people tend to push aside. And it's not something you should push aside. Um, it really isn't because it's not worth it if you don't, if you don't focus here. Um, you need to make the most of your family. This is becoming a really... It, it's, it's becoming very prevalent, especially in our circle. There's people who are so motivating. And like you got to push, you got to push, you got to push, you got to push your grind. You know, even if you miss your kids' stuff and all of this. If you're not there for your family, to spend time with your family, to see your kid grow up, to see your kid enjoy the food you're growing, what's what's it worth? Family is always your number one priority. It is. Absolutely. We know this. And I guess we're a little bit more sensitive to this because it took us so long to have a family. It was hard for us to have a family. We talked about this on my podcast before my sexy life. Um, and because of that, we are very focused on making sure we spend time together. It might not be all day. And there are going to be times I miss that family time because I'm canning or I'm doing something else. But I am almost 99.99% of the time the one to be there for her and I, because it's what she's used to. That's what we are there for. Erin is too. Even though we have 101 things we need to get done, we are both there at night to put her down. Or we both try to be there in the morning to get her up. It is just how we tend to function, and that is so important to us. And we are pushing it. We are doing the, the hard push. We're trying to get through this. We're so close. We can taste it. But we know the goal. And it's not just to improve our quality of life. It's to improve hers. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, a lot of this we're setting up is for her. Absolutely. Like, long term. Yeah. I mean, we want to pass this down to her or if she wants to move to another part of the property and raise her own family and have her own space but still be part of life, everyday life with us. That That's the ultimate goal. And it's just, don't forget your family. This is so important. And I feel like, and you're seeing more and more of it. I, I feel like a lot of people are starting to see that this, this daily grind, and you tell, tell me if you think I'm wrong here. I'm seeing more women step back and want to be at home with their family. Yes. You're, I've, I've actually been reading a few articles on that talking about how many women are um, quitting their jobs right now because of the return to office mandates from a lot of companies. And it's because they're trying to spend time with their family or make their family, you know, do what it needs to do. So, it's becoming a really big thing. I mean, I feel like family time, it, there was like a change in society. Family was so important, and then all of a sudden, it shifted, and it became work, 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 hustle, 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 push, push, push. Family will be there. Family will be there later. Family is always there. That's not necessarily the case. Not, not always. And you don't know if you're going to get your next breath. And for me, I, I couldn't imagine without you know that thought and so it's not really a frugal tip <laughs> it's really it's not it's making the most of you know making the most of your family there it, it's it's just really focusing on your family and you don't have to spend money to do it we're not telling you to go out and do it i guess that's the frugal part to this it can be nothing more than have a set like schedule for bedtime like Mommy and Daddy are here to put you to bed tonight or get you up in the morning. And it's those little things that are going to be remembered, mm -hmm. you know, 15, 20 years down the road that you're hoping your child is going to use when they have their own children. Yeah. Um, so it's just so important to us. And we, we feel like it's missed. It gets missed so often or pushed to the side. And we have to be very mindful ourselves not to do this because I can get caught up. I'm the worst about getting caught up and going and going and going. Like, I will work till dinner, sit down and have dinner, get back up and work some more. And then before I know it, it's time for bed or time to do bath time. Yeah. And I don't get that time, but Aaron's at least there. He gets that time with her, and as long as she's getting that family dynamic, I feel like we're doing an okay job. <laughs> so, you have anything else to add? What's your What's your number one here? You definitely got to make the most out of your homestead in general, you know, because it, your homestead builds upon your family. It builds upon. Uh, your your side hustles, your frugality, you know, usually everything revolves around that in this homestead circle, pretty much. I would agree with that. I would say that time is a huge factor here because time is going to give you so much more room to make more time with your family, your homestead, your property. I would say you definitely need to focus on building processes and efficiencies to make yourself really and I'm not habits 
I guess habits is a better word here. Building good habits to save yourself time in the long run. Don't leave dirty dishes in the sink that are going to take you 30 minutes to scrub later when it's going to take you two seconds to fill it up with water now. Build good habits. And I will tell you, I'm the worst when it comes to some of these things. But I try. Every single day, I try. And that's what matters here is I'm trying to build efficiencies. I'm trying to make it easier on myself and save myself time later. And just kind of learn what habits you have now that are time sucks. Because you want to eliminate those time sucks. Those things that are going to drain your time. Because not only are they draining your time, they're going to drain your energy, drain your focus, drain your desire to do anything else for the day. And so you want to kind of eliminate the time sucks in your day. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. That's I think that's that would be my, my big takeaway. Because once you do that, everything else is golden. <laughs> You could, if you can, if if I had the magic figure to get more time in the day, I'd sell it. I'd sell that formula. Definitely agree. Um, I guess, you know, I guess that's all we had this week. So, you know, um, make sure to go over and check out that video uh, of what we did on the furniture we talked about earlier. Uh, It's out there on YouTube. Um, and uh, probably on Odyssey and Rumble if you prefer those as well. I do have it synced up to go to both of those if you're interested in other video platforms besides it being on YouTube. And if you've got anything you want to see in a future episode, anything you want to to comment on, you know, send that over to thecannycouple at yahoo.com and go over and check out our link tree. Did it stop? Yeah. It did. So, that, that stopped. So, if you're on the video still, we'll uh, let her wrap it up. Then. <laughs> and thank you for joining us. We came uh, with Rural Reliance with a Candy Couple, where we work hard, live simple, and enjoy life. Have a wonderful day.